0: passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen DuPlessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting.
1: Hey everyone, it's Jen. Wanted to let you know that we are holding a virtual summit Thursday and Friday, November 12th and 13th and it's called Who Moved My Business? So if you've ever read the book, Who Moved My Cheese, we're taking a little spin on that and talking about how to position yourself best for 2021, given the fact that we are still going to be in COVID. And more importantly, things are not going to go back to normal. They are going to be like this for the future, because everyone has realized how much valuable it is to be able to do virtual events. So I wanted to let you know that we are having that event and we will have the link in the show notes so you can go right to the event. It's a free event, it's complimentary. Would love to have you join us for two days as we talk about everything and anything to help your business grow in 2021 by talking about who moved my business. What are you going to do? Are you gonna sit back or are you gonna plan for the future? Because the future is a series of nows. What you're doing right now affects your future. So come on over and join us, spend two days with us, and learn as much as you possibly can to get yourself a great launch and jumpstart into 2021. So I can't wait to see you there. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this episode. Today, I have a great guest with me, Emma Oriema McKay, and she is author of Stress-free remodeling, and actually, this just came out, didn't it? it well, last year actually, it's about last oh, year. Old. Okay, I don't know what. Maybe you got a new group of them that came to you, and you sent it to me. So, and of course, I begged for it. Anytime I know that someone's an author and they're going to be on my podcast, I'm like, "Can I have a book, please? Let me have a book." So, but anyway, it's it's fantastic. Thank you so much. And let me just tell you a little bit about her. And I'm actually going to read your bio from the book. It's just so much easier. But After going her own home remodeling, remodels and experiencing firsthand how overwhelming it can be on the other side of the drawing board because she is an architect, Emma realized how important it is for homeowners to have a guide. She brings a unique perspective and understanding of your remodel project that allows you to avoid expensive mistakes that homeowners make all too often. So she shows her clients and by the way, realtors, she educates realtors and that's why we have her on the show today the entire process, and finish with a beautiful new home they can be proud of. So she has over 25 years in the architectural space, and we're just delighted to have her here. She and I were talking on phone the very first time we met and said, gosh, we should have recorded this because it could have been its own podcast. So Emma, welcome to the show. I'm so happy thank that you. we finally made this happen. Yes, yes. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to kind of dive in and I want to make sure that everyone understands, you know, why I brought you on the show because, you know, most loan officers are going, hey, I'm a loan officer. How come we have an architect who's talking to us about remodeling and all that? And we have obviously real estate agents that listen as well. But I think this is a unique perspective. And so I'm going to have you talk about that perspective, but on how loan officers that are listening can share this with the real estate agents and how the real estate agents that are listening can you know, provide this and share this with their clients as well, so they don't take away all their sales right? from, each, from themselves. <laughs> and obviously, as homeowners, every one of us are going to listen. So if you could give us a perspective on how we could use what you're about ready to tell us about remodeling to move our businesses forward. Well, I think it's having
2: the perspective of an architect because I can see possibilities in almost any property. And My course that I'm teaching for realtors is helping them see those kind of possibilities because especially now, there's a limited amount of inventory, properties on the market and people may be settling, you know, not really happy with the houses they have to buy. So, you know, I'm giving value to the realtors so they can help their clients envision that this house is perfect for them and it may take some fixing up and you know my other programs can help them do that but it's you know helping the realtor help their clients and the other thing i get into with my programs too is as we talk about those changes and modifications i also give estimates for the projects now these aren't to be quoted as we know right we don't want to get anybody in trouble but it's just an idea so you know when you're talking to your client you can give an idea of how much it's gonna cost to do certain things and what the return on investment could be. And that could be helpful for sellers as well. So that's where the mortgage people can come in where getting this idea of what a budget's going to be, they can have an idea of what they're gonna have to apply for their mortgage. And I know there's other products available for remodeling. Right. The renovation programs. It helps both ends of the, the spectrum there.
1: Yeah. You know, I see it as, you know, for a real estate agent, you know, because I teach real estate agents as well. I coach real estate agents. And one of the courses I teach is real estate sales mastery and RESM. And one of the things that that we talk about in there is how do you sell a house? I mean, truly sell a house. A lot of times it's, Hey, so this is a three bedroom, two bath, go ahead and go on in, go ahead and look, and then we'll meet back outside or I'll kind of walk through with you. But you know, and they go, well, I kind of like it. And, And then the agent says, well, let me see if there's other houses available. I don't know. There's not a lot of inventory and not really offering solutions to them. And so it can increase the number of sales, even if you had one or two more sales a year, because you, you know, put in the time, the extra time, the extra five, 10 minutes to say, Hey, what if you did this? And what if you could do that? And, you know, looking at the different angles so that people do take action on homes that they maybe don't like on the surface. And you and I talked about this before. It's, quite, it's sort of the Property Brothers exactly. show. <laughs> you know, of, uh, yeah, it looks like this, but let me tell you what it could look like. Right. We could it's, pull that down into the everyday realtor. Wow. Could that make a yeah, big difference? Yeah. It's the contractor, Jonathan, who sells the house. But the other yeah. thing, you know,
2: people really have to connect with the house. It's a very emotional experience. And the other thing I talk about is when I do a project, I have to get kind of intimate on how they live, what they do in the house. And that's what I I try and help people understand too, because as you're walking through a house, if you know that they like to have coffee in a special sunny corner in their family room, well, if you're walking through the house and you know the orientation of the house, you can say, hey, here's that spot where you can have your coffee. So, you know, they can say, wow, you know, I can see that. Or, you know, now everybody's doing virtual house tours, have the owner tell their story about why they love the house, where are their special spots? Because, you know, just walking into a house, whether it's furnished or empty, you don't know those special spots in the house. I always love to give the example of my house. We didn't build it, but in my bathroom, when I stand in my shower, there's a mirror on my closet door that reflects... The mountains, there's a window there. When I look the other way, I see out the clear story window down the valley. Now I know nobody planned that. <laughs> right, but it's right. Like those special things that if I was selling this house, I could tell them that. We have a back deck, we have a front deck, and when it's hot, we go up in the morning and, and work on the top deck. So, you know, to really know how people have used this house and what's really special about it can really, you know, start emotionally connecting people to that house and that's what's gonna sell the house. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I love that because I I actually teach that to the realtors. I've taught that for years, you know, because in the listings are like, you know, this is a custom built home and it has granite countertops and blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, had said to them, go and so by the way, it's not just virtual, it's all the time, you know, ask the seller what is their favorite part about the house. You know, we have the same kind of thing, you know, as well. You know, we just have a way a glass goes and I love sitting out on the porch, you know, we're on 21 acres. So I'm out in the country and I love sitting on the porch in the morning and listening to the animals and the breeze is perfect. And you know, those types of things, you know, are certainly, certainly helpful. So I love that, that concept and I love that you're sharing that with everybody too. So what are you seeing since we're in COVID challenge right now, what are you seeing um, is happening? Are people more apt to remodel their own home? Or is, because you've already addressed the challenge of, you know, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of inventory, so when they're, they're out looking, and I know that new building is growing exponentially. Mm-hmm. New builds, new builders are busier than, than ever because there's not enough inventory. But in the case that they're, you know, what are you seeing in this? Is it a little bit of everything or are you seeing a lot of, you know, remodeling from people? I
2: think a little bit of both. You know, people are looking for bigger houses. I think it depends on their situation. Adult children, elderly people are moving back into the nuclear home. So, you know, in that instance, they would need larger homes. But people are remodeling like crazy, too. You know, it's a little bit more financially economical to stay where you are and remodel rather than buy a new place. But they're just looking for more space, you know, to have their conference calls, to have their kids have a study area. So it's finding new space in your old home, being creative and seeing if there is a big hallway. You know, maybe you can put a desk up there and things that are multi purpose. Maybe it's when in, during the day, if the kids are studying, you can have like a fold up desktop that comes up and down. Right. And what was a guest room? You know, there's Murphy beds, so you don't have to have the whole bed in the guest room all day, <laughs> right. but you're just something so, like that. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's
1: making minor yeah. changes. It is yeah. kind of funny because, I mean, what, what I'm sitting in now is my office. I mean, technically, it's a formal living room, it's always been my office. We haven't, well, I shouldn't say that. You know, we've been in our home for 16 years, but for a long time, it's been my office at home you know, when I chose to work from home. And then when I retired, obviously became my full-time office. And um, we did have an office upstairs in a bedroom, but I felt so disconnected from the house, from the rest of the family that I said, "Eh, I want it on the main floor. I want to be able to see outside. And, you know, as you can see, I'm in a bay window. So I get to see straight outside onto the property. And I can see people coming into our long driveway and everything. And we were just recently talking about Maybe we should convert one of those bedrooms even though we need it when the kids are here because now my husband's working from home and I'm pretty sick of the kitchen table being his office for the last six months now. You know? Yeah, it's just
2: those minor adjustments. And sometimes floor plan could be easily converted into a separate unit. I want I give a presentation. I have some examples of that. You know, just by closing off part of the hallway, put a door or a wall, can be a totally separate unit. So, you know, depending on your situation in the floor plan, yeah. you can do a lot of things. And it's, yeah. you know, I just always advise have a professional look at it because
1: we do that all the time. So right. we can right. see yeah, a you lot can see more different possibilities. Angles. Yeah. Listen, I'm an HGTV junkie for <laughs> yeah, renovation, exactly. beach renovation, lake renovation. You know, I'm not so much the regular home renovations. I'm just for yeah. the beach and whatever. But when they finish it, I'm like, gosh, I, I wouldn't have thought of this. I wouldn't have thought of that. I think professionals are really important. I know one of the things that you say in your book is, you know, about how remodeling can change your life. Can you share a little bit about that, about how remodeling can actually change your life? I have a story of a client. They had two early
2: teens. They had a two-bedroom, one-bath house. Ouch. And yeah, (laughs) and we did a second story. So dad got an office. They had the master suite upstairs. The kids got their own bedrooms, they did chair bath. And they said, Oh, my gosh, why didn't we do this sooner? And that's what happens, you know, just everyone's life, you have a life of ease, you, you know, when you when you're doing a project like that, you get to add your special signature on it. So, you know, it gives you pride, it's a sense of accomplishment. And it's it's just, you know, you can enjoy your life. You know, if you're in a house where you have a big family coming to visit all the time and you get cramped and you don't have enough space, it just doesn't make it fun. So, you know, when you get things working to suit your life and your lifestyle, you know, it makes it so much better. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I definitely can see it because I think it could bring families together. You know, I think about my own experience, you know, as you know, my degrees in architecture as well. And when I designed my mom and dad's house, I had a, a footprint that had already been created, and it was mm-hmm. actually built by. Well, the footprint was there. They were going to build a house. They thought there was going to be a nuclear something or other, and mm-hmm. so they built the house into the mountain in Colorado in eight-foot walls, <laughs> thick, not thick, uh, high, and I think the walls were twenty-four. These were concrete. They were twenty-four inch or twenty-four inches thick because they wow. thought, oh, you know, it's going to happen. It was kind of like a salt box in the mountain. Yeah. And so that was a footprint I had. So, so I drew the house plans up and stuff, and they built the house and everything. But then we had kids. <laughs> and then we had more kids. And then we moved away. And then when we came back, I was older. And the only place for me to sleep was in a pull-out couch. And I was like, <laughs> we should have made an extra bed. And we got to the point where we wanted to stay at a hotel because it just wasn't comfortable. And you lose all of those beautiful memories with grandma and grandpa when you stay at a hotel and you don't stay at their house. Right. You know, and I mean, just the simple things in life if we're talking about it. So some of the things, or one of the things that you also talk about in the book is, you know, hard won lessons that you don't have to pay for. So If you could share with us, you know, what would be some of the lessons that realtors and loan officers need to be sharing with clients of what not to do as they're thinking about renovation?
2: I think the first thing is understanding what a budget is. (laughs) I stress this over and over in the book. There's a real simple rule of thumb to figure out what a budget can be. But when you come up with that number, that's not the construction budget. That's not the total budget. That is what it's going to cost the square foot. But the permit fees involved, there's the architectural fees involved, there's the engineer, there may be other city fees involved. So that can be up to 25% of the budget. So I give a breakdown of all that. I can't remember all those um, different... Take Yeah. <laughs> but, so you really have, that's only 75% of your total budget. So that's a really important thing to know. I think the other thing is, you know, when they're doing a project is to evaluate, is this, am I going to be here for a long time or are we going to do this and sell it? Because you want to know how much you want to invest in it and, you know, kind of the return on investment, how long you should live there to reap it back although enjoyment
1: factor too.
2: So, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, so
1: let's use us as an example. So, you know, during COVID, we've done a lot of improvements and things like actually you're seeing white carpet here, which we bought or we had when we first moved in. We just ordered wood floors. So we're going to have wood all the way throughout the bottom. And so this leaves our bathroom, our (laughs) forest green (laughs) tile bathroom. Forest green, big, big forest green tiles. It's hilarious, and it's funny because I list my house in an Airbnb, but I don't, I didn't take a picture of that room. <laughs> and a few people have, said, can we have a picture of the master bathroom? I'm like, yeah, okay, here you can have it, but the big bad world's not going to have it because it is forest green, and it yeah. goes up the wall because we have a walk-in shower. It's a big, beautiful thing. But so you know, we're in that crux of saying, you know, do we sell? Do we not sell? Because we, you know, our house is too big for us. It's just two of us, and. You know, the land's a lot. And we've been saying, do we sell? Do we not sell? And I said, look, until we know whether we should sell, uh, because we were going to put it on the market and just suffer through it. Yep, it's green. I know. Make us an offer. Or we were going to say, hey, let's just renovate it. We're now at the point where we're saying, okay, we're not going to sell right now. That's where we're drawing the line in the sand. We're not selling now. So we need to do this renovation. But what if we change our mind right after we did the renovation, right? So, how much emotion should be in this renovation? Do I go the way I want it, or do I go the way that it looks 10 times better? Because we're going to gut it. But do I go the way of looking like, you know, okay, let's just make it look like it's an updated, but let's not put all the high end stuff in it. So, what is your thought on that without knowing how you're going to end up? I mean, that's part of some of the problems that I have as a challenge in remodeling is I don't know if I want to spend the money at all. I don't know if I should go high end. I don't know if I should go right in the middle so I can somewhat enjoy a new bathroom, but it's not all the stuff I would keep if I was going to stay here another 15 years.
2: Yeah. Well, what I would say is the tile can be refinished. You could make it white. You could just make it another color and that would save a whole lot of money you know, you're going to redo the floor. That makes sense. And maybe just change out the countertop yeah. and fixtures and the lighting fixtures. And that will make a big difference for starters. And then if you decide to stay, then take that tile out and put some nice yeah. other solid surface or something. That's so interesting. I'm, it in I'm actually
1: surprised you said that because I've been looking at it. My husband's like, oh no, you can't paint tile. You can't do that because then it's going to scratch off and so you obviously have a technique that we're gonna to have to talk about offline. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't know about. I love that. I love asking for it. So it's a couple things, you know, also is that you have a podcast as well called Stress Free Remodeling. Right. If someone's listening to this and they could send their clients there, go there yep. themselves, listen more so that they know what it's about. But you know, you have the podcast as well. So tell us a little bit about what you talk about on the podcast and some of the guests that you have on your podcast. Well, what I try and do with that one is introduce
2: every aspect of remodeling you might come across with. So I've had a contractor, I've had a feng shui person, I've had lenders. So there's all those different aspects to think about, you know, when you're remodeling I'm trying to think who else. And then, you know, I do also have the podcast for realtors.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that too. Yeah, real estate professionals. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's, and I hope you'll be my guest soon too, (laughs) but. What I do with that one is, again, as I'm teaching kind of a new technique to realtors, I get people who are offering kind of different techniques on things about marketing, you know, how to voice who you are in your marketing message. Yeah. I've got, actually, there's going to be a feng shui person on that too, staging, talk about staging and all those different aspects that normally you don't get in your typical classes. So it's been a guess.
1: Yeah. Nice. Nice. That sounds wonderful. Well, and I know that you also have a couple of gifts for our listeners as well. I will put all the uh, the links in and stuff, but I know you have a home remodeling checklist and then insider secrets for selling homes fast. So if you're a realtor, that's what you want. If you're a loan officer, what a great yep. gift that you could be giving to your listing agents, right? As a means for for working with them, because that is something that is important on how to sell a home fast. And obviously, a lot of times when a house sells quickly, it's because it was underpriced. (laughs) (laughs) And they get everybody's real proud of that. And I'm going, well, if it sold that quickly, then it was probably underpriced. That's one thing that really bothers me. But you also have a Realtors Success Kit. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? And I know that probably goes in line with maybe one of your courses that you offer as well. Yeah. I'll just mention the gift too, that there's tons of information on that. It talks about
2: those three insider secrets. It talks about light quality floor plans and features. What I mentioned about the return on investments, there's some charts in there. There's some estimate of costs on things like changing a window into a door, that kind of thing. So it's really valuable information. And it talks about kind of the psychological whys, like quality is so good and how it can help sell a house. And the checklist is great for, again, someone thinking about remodeling. It goes through the flowchart, how a project should progress. And then also, when I talk about being fit to remodel, having your finances in order, having your clear ideas of what you're going to do, and then finding your right contractor and professionals to help you. So right. they're both great. And the course on realtors, the success kit, I've got that course credited for continuing education classes in Nevada. So online you'll see it's only $25 and on Brainer. I'm hoping to get it certified in many other states, but right. it's a great resource, a three-hour class. So it goes, dives really deep into all that we've talked about today. And so far, people are loving it. So Yeah, oh, I really love fun. that. And I mean,
1: it's $25 for God's sakes. Go get it. <laughs> yeah, go get it, watch it. Who cares if you don't get the CE for it, right? It's just, you know, three hours for, you know, a really great price and you'll learn a lot, you know, things that you could take to grow your business again. I mean, that's what we're talking about here all the time. So, all right, so I want to leave with a tip. One other tip that you have, that is just gangbusters on remodeling? I think the big thing is having a space that is yours. And
2: that's really the only way you can make it. You know, whether you're building from ground up or remodeling, you know, there's just so many little features and details that usually aren't existing in a place. So it's really making your space your own and making it feel the way you want. And that is so enriching for ourselves. You know, we spend 90%, probably more than that now, of our lives indoors and in our homes. So we really want our environments to really serve us and make us feel good. Yeah, I
1: love that. I call that the fuzzy ROI. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a good term. Makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because there's fuzzy ROI in everything. We're in the process of looking at another boat, selling one and and buying another. Mm -hmm. And there's, I'm going, but there's a fuzzy ROI in this. We have to look at that. (laughs) Exactly. That's a big part of it. It is. Well, Emma, thank you so much for sharing time with us today. We really appreciate it. And, you know, I just want to encourage everyone who's listening. Again, everything that I talk about is going into action, taking things into action. A $25 course, get the course, learn the course, learn something from the course, share it with your realtor friends. If you're a realtor, share it with your loan officer friend because you're working, you know, together to help clients. And you know, this will make your business that much better. And if you're thinking about remodeling, go out and grab her book. I'll th- throw it up here again. Stress-free remodeling, homebuyer's guide to stress-free remodeling you're going to love the book. I'm a big highlighter. Well, I don't think you see it there, but yeah, I'm a big highlighter. I go through books and I highlight everything. And that's why I knew I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things because they were, you know, chapters that I thought were really good and, you know, simple, simple read. And, you know, again, I just really appreciate it. I love how you've blended architecture with remodeling in a way that I've never seen an architect do before. I mean, they just do their job and draw plans and, you're out there reaching into, you know, the mortgage and real estate space and also consumer space to help them not go through so much havoc and and stress. So thank you so much for doing that and giving us your wisdom today.
2: That's been wonderful. Thank you.
1: All right, guys, we will catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. See you soon.
0: Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more.